Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. Debt can be a very good thing. Wealthy people use debt to become even more wealthy all the time. So when you hear people say, don't take out debt, it's going to be with you forever, just know that is complete BS. Now, I'm not saying all debt is good because there is bad debt, but what's the difference between the two? Well, first off, good debt serves a purpose and bad debt does not. So ask yourself, are you using debt in a thoughtful and constructive way? Is your debt going towards an asset that's going to increase your wealth or provide cash flow? These are the basic questions you need to ask yourself before you take out debt. If you're using debt to buy a new fancy car, then you're doing it wrong. Most commercial real estate investments are made using debt. All right, so now that we know the difference between good debt and bad debt, how can you make debt work for you? Here's an example. Let's say you take out a $100,000 loan to buy a duplex and your monthly payments on this loan are $1,000. Now each of the units in this duplex could be rented out for $1,000. So that means that you get to pay your mortgage and profit $1,000 a month, assuming both units are rented. So when you use debt to buy an asset that's gonna make you a profit, that's an example of good debt. Now let's make that good debt even more good. One of the key ingredients to debt being good is good terms. And one of the most important terms in your debt is your interest rate. Ideally, the lower, the better. This should be pretty obvious and very relevant now with interest rates on the rise. This is what I meant when I said that you need to be thoughtful and constructive with your debt choices. Now, this doesn't mean that while rates are rising, all bets are off. You can still do deals that make sense if your debt is good. Now with higher interest rates, that gets tough and marginal deals are not gonna cut it. So you're gonna have to find really asymmetric risk reward deals to get into to justify debt with a higher interest rate. All right, so now we have debt that's making us a profit and we have an interest rate that works with our business model. How do we make this debt even better? Typically, you're gonna want a loan that's amortized over a longer period of time. This might be 20 to 30 or even more years. The longer the amortization period is, the longer you've got to pay off your loan and the lower your monthly payments are going to be. But you're also gonna pay a little bit more in interest. Regardless of the amortization period, what you really wanna have is a fixed interest rate on your loan. Stay away from those variable rates. So now we have debt that's making us profit. We got it at a reasonable interest rate and that rate's not gonna move because it is fixed. And we got a nice long amortization period to give us a long runway with this project. Here's one last thing we can do to make this even better. We want our loan to be non-recourse. So what exactly does non-recourse mean? That means that if for some reason, if you default on your loan, the lender is not going to come after your personal assets to recoup the money. They can take the asset back, but they can't come after your personal home or personal property to make themselves whole. Now, there's gonna be bad boy carve-outs, which means if you're committing fraud or doing anything wrong, they're gonna come after you. So trust me, just don't do that stuff. But the point is that if you do a non-recourse loan, you're not signing a personal guarantee pledging your assets as potential collateral. Now that might sound too good to be true, but it isn't. 
Now don't get me wrong, this might be tough to achieve on your very first deal. Lenders are going to want to see some track record before you can get a non-recourse loan. But as soon as you can, you better try. And that's it. We have the perfect debt now. It's making us a profit and being paid for by the cash flow from the property. It's at a low or reasonably low fixed interest rate. We have plenty of time to pay it off due to the long amortization. And it's non-recourse, so you didn't have to sign any personal guarantees. So I hope this helps you understand that not all debt is bad. And that really, if you want to become wealthy, using debt in a smart and strategic way is a great tool to get you there. If you have any questions, leave a comment below and let us know. Otherwise, if you haven't yet, drop a like and subscribe to Multifamily Investing Made Simple, where we have tons of other videos on how to invest in real estate. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.